It's Thursday, September 21st, and you're listening to episode 32 of Firmly Planted. I know how people quit. It's easier to live in a world of unanswered prayers if you just accept the theory that no one's listening. Prayer takes hope, but hope can be a heavy burden. Many times I've hated hope, wanting nothing more than to be rid of its unrelenting, inevitable surge, to live content with the circumstances that remain unchanged, blind to any possibility that life could be different. I feel stupid for continually being enticed by the promise of hope and prayer for something God's clearly not giving. For months I've been there on the edge, where one tiny step seems like it would alleviate so much weight. If there's no God, all the pain and ugliness is to be expected. If there's no faith to struggle to grow in, no hope to wrestle with keeping, no promise of something, some way that's better then maybe I can carve out some contentment with this lot in life. Maybe I can scrounge up enough scraps to shift the circumstances a bit and find a little earthly happiness, if this is all there is. When I've begged for good gifts, if I've pleaded and wept for deliverance from this dark, lonely season, or maybe from some sinful, destructive habit, and I'm hearing only my ragged echo, there's an enticing pull to take a small step into a world where sin doesn't exist, where no one is keeping score, no one is withholding good things or relief. A lot of things make sense. Many are easier if he's simply not there. The weight of guilt and ingratitude wouldn't be added to that of sadness, depression, or grief if the joy of the Lord is not my strength. Being stuck in a ditch would make sense, and wouldn't be frowned on or judged. There wouldn't be an expectation that I'm failing to meet, or a witness I'm failing to be. I would just be me. I feel like I've been in the bottom of this dry well for months, sinking lower and lower into it for over a year. I've spent all my time desperately clawing the sides for a way back up, searching for an overlooked rope, something to get me back up into the light. I want joy again. I want hope. I want optimism. I don't want to be this weary, depressed person who sobs on the way to the grocery store. I don't know what a relationship with God looks like if hope is not in the equation. But I feel like a person stranded on an island or lost in the wilderness. The moment you come to terms with the fact that no one is coming to rescue you, that no one is going to find you, that's the moment you start to have a chance at survival. That's where I've been. He's not coming. He's not going to answer my prayers, or not with a yes, anyway. I don't know why. I'm sure the reasons are good and for my good. That doesn't really help me live here in this wasteland. It doesn't help me get up tomorrow, or go to work, or do any planning for school. It doesn't help me combat my son's disrespect or apathetic school efforts. It doesn't infuse biblical truth into everyday conversations, or train my daughters to look to him in the midst of fear and anxiety. We applaud moving on, encourage bouncing back, and keep count of rebounds. We're eager to get past the rough patch and write off the bad day, relationship, or year with the flick of the calendar. We're constantly reaching for the next stage from whatever challenging phase we're in, with children or marriage, at work, 
or in loneliness. We're always at the window, hoping for a weather change, or edging to the door looking for an exit from the difficult circumstances, certain the next set will be an improvement. We rarely just sit in the unpleasantness and soak up the lessons that only come with unhurried time. We never sit still long enough to cultivate contentment here in these circumstances that he has ordained. Maybe because we're not sure he's actually sovereign, omniscient, or all-powerful. As I said the other day, I recently encouraged a young mother to enjoy the little years rather than longing for easier days in the next stage of parenting. Turns out it's pretty good advice for myself. Often, the best way to fix a dry well is to dig deeper. Sitting here in the bottom of this dark pit, I felt that very whisper to my soul. Stop trying to get out, as though joy is only up there. Dig down here, where you are, and find that wellspring of delight. Stop clamoring up the walls, as though I'm not here too. Sit in this emptiness where there is only communion, no asking or getting, just knowing. How many times have we blown past the development of patience because we saw a chance to hop the ditch and skip the slow path? How many times have I rushed past knowing Christ more deeply in my haste to have joy come this morning? I wonder how many answers we miss because they look like relationship instead of taking the shape we expected a husband or a child, a healing or a job, or deliverance from some temptation or relationship. I remember who else endured the silence of God. He was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. He pled for deliverance from evil and injustice, and the heavens gave no reply. I recognize that because he obeyed, in spite of the silence, I am granted an audience with God, at all. I call to mind that I have been answered, undeniably, many times before, and it's really only that fact which makes the current absence of answers so noticeable. I remind myself that no and not yet are also answers, gifts in their own right of something better than I can ever ask or imagine. I don't know how to cultivate contentment in circumstances so far outside my hopes and dreams. But I expect it starts with sitting at the table with him, content with the provision he's prepared for me here in the trenches. There is no path I could take where your spirit would not walk beside me. There is no place I could exist outside your presence. If I am at the heights of happiness, you are there. If I am in the depths of misery, you are there. If circumstances force me out of every familiar role and rob me of every dream, even there your hand is leading me and your right hand is consoling me. When I am afraid the darkness will consume me and quench every bit of hope and joy, you are there with me. And to you, even darkness is like light. You hem me in on every side and your hand of protection is on me at all times. 